You can't give what you don't have. So if you're depleting yourself from being who you are and from aligning with your values to give to somebody who is taking away from you, this is gonna deplete like a domino effect into the rest of your life. Hi fam bam, welcome to Minimalism Monday. Today, we're going to launch a series called Beyond Minimalism. And I'm excited for this series because in this series, we're gonna talk about beyond decluttering, beyond what happens when you get your home and your environment in a place that feels good and it's so minimal, how do you take minimalism to the next step? We're here on this channel or in this podcast to talk about how to create a life worth living and leveling up your reality. Minimalism has been a massive tool that has helped me improve my life on so many levels beyond the surface level of minimalism. The surface level of minimalism often coincides with the ideas or notion of having clear decluttered spaces, simplified homes, and conscious living. Many of us identify with the notion of counting your items or capsuling your wardrobe, as well as white and neutral colors. But it, the truth of the matter is minimalism can come in various shapes, sizes, forms, and outlooks depending on the individual. The term minimalism really roots down to the philosophy of being able to identify what adds value in your life, keep and cultivate the things that do while letting go and removing the things that don't. That's a really easy thing to do when you begin minimalism as far as materialistic things go. But taking minimalism to the next step or beyond that level of minimalism, I believe is a crucial and very important step to continue to take in your life if you are consistently looking to level up your reality. If you really wanna create a life that's worth living, being able to identify how value adding items, things, habits, thoughts, reactions, places, people, etc., is really how you cultivate that. So when it comes to creating a life worth living, using minimalism in terms of what adds value, you can identify what holds you back. So we look at this in terms of items, but we're gonna round this out in terms of other things outside of items. Success and opportunity is always there, it's always an option for us, but how can we have those made available to us if we're wasting time in areas or things that don't add value to our goals and to what is gonna make our life a success and what's gonna give us opportunities. So taking minimalism beyond things, beyond items, beyond materialism, we focus a lot on this channel on health and freedom. Health being where your mental state is at, where your physical body and energies are at, and freedom being what you do with your time and your money. How are these energies spent? We can all agree that these two areas are very important and they make up three of the core pillars that I think is what makes our life whole, complete. And to really say that we live a wealthy, or a rich lifestyle. It depends on who you are, what you define as wealth or riches, but a lot of people consider wealth or riches just financial circumstance. And we already know that financial circumstance is not the only thing that's gonna generate a life that we feel like is worth living. It can level up our reality, but if our 
health isn't there, if our mindset isn't there, if our time is being wasted on things that don't add value, then of course our life is not gonna feel like it's worth living no matter how much financial stability or abundance you have. So let's brief over these two areas just a little bit even though we talk about it a lot. Health is not only important in the way that you feel about how you look in the mirror. The value that you find in health is the ability to have energy, resilience, and just overall ability physically to be able to go out there and live life. If you're sick, you can't go out there and feel joyful and excited and move with vigor to accomplish your tasks. Even if your body is in an imbalance or disease like myself, not producing enough cortisol or experiencing adrenal fatigue, it really feels hard to just get up and get normal daily things done like taking care of the house or going to the doctors. It can feel so draining and so just stuck, like you feel stuck. And if you're there, I totally understand. I think a lot of people feel there. I think a lot of people feel like they have this ability to do more and they wanna do more, but they don't know how. And most of the time that comes down to your health, your physical energy levels. So if we can take minimalism and apply it to our health, to our energy, to our vigor, and identify what actually adds value, we realize that the formula is pretty simple. Eat well, sleep well, exercise, and practice some stress relieving techniques adjusting your mental perspectives to be positive ones, things that add value. These things contribute all to good health. And for those of you that have taken the action to level up your health in any shape or form, you'll know that it makes an immense difference just tweaking or fine tuning these little things. But you can also use minimalism to identify the things that take away from your health, drinking, fast foods, staying up late, eating tons of sugar, etc. When we talk about freedom and time management, this is a hard formula to master because there are two types of people in life, creators and consumers. Creators typically make money off consumers and consumers typically fall into the cycle or the trap of wanting more, wanting to consume more. Minimalism in its simplest form is the first step to remove yourself from the consumer cycle because you begin to realize that the idea of constantly consuming desiring items that don't contribute value is not of value to your life your goals or to create a life worth living so we start by stopping the accumulation cycle but what if we can identify the things that add value more value to time abundance, financial abundance and resource, what you begin to get is not utilizing those tools because that's all time and money is, they're tools. We don't utilize them to gain more things that don't add value. We begin to creatively utilize them towards things that continue to add value. Then our value in life or our life that we experience as worth living exponentially grows. So you become more in tune or aware or motivated to use your time and money to maybe help your family, help a cause that you are passionate about. You see something that wants to be done and you wanna be able to have the energy and the resources to contribute to it. So you're able to do this now when your time and money resources aren't going into things that are dead ends or that don't fill that gap for a life that's more fulfilling. Now beyond these two categories, you can use minimalism in any category of life, but I'm gonna go over a few other categories that I think are really important to start to begin to question and ask, 
what you're doing and how it adds value or whether or not it does. The next category is relationships. This can be really, really tough. We talk a lot about how to manage our lifestyle and our relationships, explain it to our loved ones or the people that are close to us. And so many of you have given your own personal thoughts of how you deal with it. Do you cut off your family? Do you neglect your friends? Do you love them from afar? And it can be a really sticky and touchy topic to talk about because everybody is going to feel differently about the relationships. Everybody gets something different out of their relationships. So we're all going to approach them differently. But ultimately, your relationships are really important because this is what we're here for. We're here to connect, connecting with authenticity and connecting in a way that allows us to feel loved, supported and accepted is actually a huge piece of the puzzle when it comes to feeling fulfilled and feeling confident with yourself in life, feeling like you have something to fall back on, a group that supports you. It's so important. If you're not cultivating that in the family, it's important to be able to find a community or certain areas of people that you can feel akin with. And this is why young kids who come from homes that are unstable or that feel unsafe often get involved in things that don't really add value, such as peer pressure, gangs, or friends that might not contribute to the best choices or lifestyle for them, but because they're missing this important piece at home or in another resource, they fall into this trap because at that moment, the feeling of acceptance and support adds significant value. So question who you have relationships with. Are they really truly adding value to you? And if they are contributing to making you feel accepted or supported, where else can you go to get that? I do think it's important to connect with people, but understand that we have this medium now that is the World Wide Web, so we don't necessarily just have to find those groups of people right here. I do think it is important to have people in your presence, so when you find a group that you can connect with that really aligns with your values, that really aligns with who you feel like you are and how you wanna live, find a way to get in touch with that by joining webinars, meet and greets, events, etc. That's the beauty of being here online. Moreover, it's really important to cultivate and sort of protect your relationship spaces. You are who you hang out with, there is no out about that science and research has shown this all over that the people you hang around with and the energy that you cultivate together affects who you are how you think and behave drastically so you can take a look around and see maybe the five closest people that you hang out with and probably relate to why you hang out with them the similarities that you have or maybe the habits thoughts and practices that you've gained from them because of this it's severely important, like I said, to be able to really hone in on making sure that you're cultivating symbiotic relationships in which they add significant value to you, encourage you to grow, support your process, and vice versa. After your relationships, your hobbies and free time is a huge space that you gotta ask yourself if you're actually contributing value to your life. For example, one of the things that I've been really working on lately is watching movies. I really enjoy watching movies, but it's come to the point where it's kind of habitual, where if I don't get to watch a movie or a show at night, I don't feel like going to bed. And I end up not going to bed on time anyways, and it ends up not making me feel good, even though it's kind of like sugar where you feel like a little bit isn't gonna hurt you, but 
me not eating sugar, when I eat sugar, I really feel the effects on the body and how addictive and how easy it is to get in the cycle. It's not to say that a little bit is going to hurt you. It just says that a little bit can really hook you. And for me, movies is that thing. And so once in a while, I think it's okay to have a sweet snack or to watch a movie, but to be really vigilant on making sure that you understand when it's adding value and when it's taking away value, when it's taking away my time and my ability to get to bed on time and now I'm watching movies that don't make me feel so great about life or they kind of scare me a little bit, then it's not actually contributing to leveling up my life. And this is an important thing when it comes to hobbies and things you spend your time on because so many people are looking for more time. So many people are looking for more productivity and energy to be able to live the reality they wanna live, achieve their goals, and do more than they're doing now. But the thing that I see is the biggest difference in people who seem to have those resources and people who are stuck not having those resources is this. The people who have the resources are vigilant about what they spend their time on. They're very protective and they analyze and sort of take inventory all the time and reassess and are sort of selfish about spending their time. And time is really your most valuable asset and resource. You can't generate more, you can't get any back. So it's really important to be very particular about what you spend your time on. And the people who seem to not have enough time and not have enough energy for the things that they wanna do tend to not really think about this. They kinda of just go about on a whim doing what they feel like they want with their time, whether it's going out for drinks with friends, oh, I should go to bed, but I'll just stay out late, it's fine. A Couple more drinks won't hurt. You get home, you veg out on a meal that's not really feeding your body, stay up late, watch a movie that doesn't really make you feel good, it's not really adding value to you, and then you wake up feeling horrible and unproductive the next day, which you spend in guilt, so on and so forth. So it's this huge snowball and it's like a debt effect that happens. So you have to stop the bleeding, so to speak, somewhere by being really vigilant about what you spend your time on and just saying no. That can be the hardest thing is just saying no and extending from just saying no. It can be hard to just stop talking about the things that don't add value to us at all. Why we get sucked into conversations that are meaningless, that just fulfill the ego, to fill space. You know, we do so many of these things, which is the next topic on what the things that you say, the things that you converse with, is it adding value? And we're starting to really kind of refine. I've been picking from the easiest topics down to more of the things that are gonna take uh, more vigilance and just more practice to be able to create new habits of, but it's easy to get sucked into conversations that don't feel good, that don't add value, that are just simply not good juju or karma, um, especially when you're hanging out with people who engage in these types of conversations. So all of these things go hand in hand. If you're not spending time in situations that don't add value with people who don't add value, then you won't really find yourself in conversations that don't add value. And when you do, it's not so depleting or so invaluable that um, that it gets you sucked in or hooked. You can catch it a little bit easy and pull it out. It's, it's more shallow than it is deep. So what you say has big importance. It's big importance because what you say often generates how you feel. 
It generates how you feel and how you feel generates how you think and that coincides with your beliefs and sometimes that's when conflict really occurs because you're saying and doing things that aren't really truly who you are. You know it doesn't feel right but your ego is being rewarded because this person thinks you're cool or because you're engaging and making sure that they're not feeling bad but the truth of the matter is you can't give what you don't have. So if you're depleting yourself from being who you are and from aligning with your values to give to somebody who's taking away from you, this is going to deplete like a domino effect into the rest of your life because it all connects, it all coincides. So often we think that, well, you know, when I minimize my spaces, my life's going to feel complete, but most of us get there and we're like, now what? Now what? And most of us, often battle with how do I stay here or shoot now I'm moving back to my bad habits because we're not filling that gap. We minimize and declutter our spaces to remove a lot of distraction, to remove a lot of superfluous. But if we're not filling it with things that add value and things that cause us to grow, we're going to roll backwards and start the cycle again. So the importance of this video is to be able to get beyond minimalism. And the importance of the following videos in the series is how to incorporate this for deeper, more valuable meanings outside of just the material materialism. The last area on my list is just your thoughts and your belief patterns. Most of the time going through minimalism in all these areas begins to cultivate how you really think and feel about life. You start to say, you know what? These friends feel a lot better. They talk about these things that matter to me. They share positive energies and they do things that contribute and are important. And you start to realize that you don't believe any of those other things matter anymore. But you have to get yourself out of that experience into the new one to really feel that on a real level because a thought is a thought and a belief is an idea until it becomes a practice. So we can talk all we want about great ideas. We can say all we want that we believe certain things, but when it comes to the times to practice it, if we are not automatically practicing that, we'll feel that conflict. And that's where a lot of this conflict occurs. So minimalism beyond minimalism, beyond the materialism, is obviously so much deeper and we can go into all these categories in such a broader, uh, wider, you know, deeper spectrum. And that is what ultimately I want to do here because at the end of the day, whether you call it minimalism, essentialism, simple living, conscious living, it is all about becoming more valuable, identifying what's valuable so that we can create a life that's worth living and share that beyond ourselves. That I believe is truly how you level up re your reality and how you feel absolutely fulfilled and happy in life. So if you like this video, let me know by hitting thumbs up. If you're on the podcast, I want to say thank you for being here. Stick around because we're going to have a level up podcast outside of these YouTube sessions. That is going to be amazing. Um, if you guys are not signed up for the podcast, you can check out the link here. If you prefer this in audio format, as always, feel free to leave your questions and comments down below. And if you're new here, thank you so much for visiting. I hope you subscribe and get immense value here in how to create a life worth living. I hope you guys enjoy your week. I have felt really great rejuvenating over the weekend. I want to thank you guys again for your immense support over the last week for my family. Um, I did raise the goal because I was able to calculate their cost. Um, my brother and sister-in-law have had a tragedy occur. Um, they lost their baby this last week. So um, for those of you guys that haven't caught up, I'll stick that link below so you can read the story. And I just want to thank you guys so much for doing everything that you can, sending your loving thoughts, contributing, and most of all, sharing that post. So Thank you again so much. I'm going to see you back here.
four healthy hump days so we can dig a little bit more into leveling up our energy and our health. Ciao for now.